It is party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. We're sitting here in the Mothership, which is Studio 22. Once again, this is Tuesday night. We're going to risk our lives for you, the listener, the watcher, the viewer, the person who comes here every night to get your wit, wisdom, common sense, craziness, and just all out eh, minutia of the things going on in the world today. And today we're going to talk about the Clinton doom, 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 body count, body count, body count, body count. People are going to die here today. That's all I got to say. We're going to we're going to talk about the Clintons. I'm going to come out and I'm going to tell you my real opinions about what I think about William and Hillary Clinton. Hill and Bill. We're going to talk about it. Sitting in a hot seat. Our favorite guest, as always, Sarah Gonzalez, the host of the news and why it matters. Are you yeah. a little nervous? I'm a, I could be. A I would nervous. just. I would just like to say I know nothing about mm-hmm. the Clintons. I don't know anything. Yeah. Nothing. Well, we're going to dead. freely speculate today. Yes. Is what we're going to do. Yes. We're going to freely speculate on some things that that are going on. Sitting over there in the in the. Uh, <laughs> in the kick-ass beef jerky. Is this a brightest show peanut you've ever gallery? Seen? <laughs> It's like you got a sponsor over there. You got you drinking your uh, a Bloody Mary, and you got your kick-ass beef jerky. Nope. I can't have sponsors on here. <laughs> you can. You're not under contract for anything. Um, there you go. Get some kick-ass beef jerky. <laughs> See, you're all <laughs> what you are. So, uh, kick-ass if the cleanser are watching this. Let's so start crazy. with the uh, party foul, okay? Bloody Mary. Kick-ass Bloody Mary. <laughs> you, you look well. You did look fancy with that Bloody Mary until you shoved that. Whatever it is in your mouth. That asparagus. Asparagus. Keto friendly, right? <laughs> yes. He looks at you like, it's asparagus. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to make your pee stink. <laughs> and striving the mothership at the helm, as always, the puppet master himself, Mr. Mark Tate. Hey, buddy. Hello. What's going on? Not much. Not Are you day. nervous? Are you afraid? See, Candace, yeah. Candice, queen of the Ethiopians, she is not here because yeah. she's scared. Mm-hmm. She's a smart one. She's I've a smart this. one. <laughs> yeah, she is. Hey, let me tell you guys, before we get into the show, I want to tell you something about Home Title Lock. Capital One Data Breach just hit. 106 million of us had our names, our home addresses, and banking information exposed. Forget credit card theft. The greatest risk is home title fraud. Title fraud is rampant because guess what? These identity thieves that are out there have figured out that the title and mortgage to our homes are kept online. And their big payday comes when they forge your name off your home's title so it appears they own your house. Then they borrow all your equity till it's gone. So forget your insurance, forget your identity theft program, your bank theft program. They don't touch this. Home Title Lock does. And they're going to do it by locking down your home's online title and mortgage the first 60 days after crimes like this Amazon server Capital One breach are crucial so I got you 60 risk-free days of Home Title Lock protection. Claim your 60 risk-free days of protection. HomeTitleLock.com. Enter your home address. We'll see if you're already a victim. Hey, that's HomeTitleLock.com. Go there now. You know who else will steal things? The Clintons. <laughs> They'll steal your life. Your life. <laughs> They'll steal your life. So let's go back on this whole thing because it's been trending lately, this Clinton body count. We've been talking about Jeffrey Epstein. Mm-hmm. Then people wanted to talk about the Trump body count, trying to get that trending. And I'm like, who's Donald Trump killed? I mean, he stabbed some ladies, but I don't think he's killed anybody. <laughs> he killed the hopes and dreams of every liberal in the country. 
<laughs> yes, a lot of illegal immigrants, I'm sure. He's a destroyer. You know, dreamers, dead. <laughs> I, I, and I know what they're trying to say is they're trying to say, yeah, well, he's he's responsible for these people trying to cross the border and blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. Um, granted, those deaths are down from when Obama was in office, but we won't talk about that. I loved when Lawrence O'Donnell posted that picture of the Mexican kids eating pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and and they're sitting in the detention center, and the little girl's got her head in her hands, and she's crying, and she's got a, a can of Coke. She's got some uh, white cheddar popcorn in a bag, and she has a slice of pepperoni pizza there on a paper plate, and she's got her head in her hands, and she's crying. And then back behind her, there's these two boys eating their pizza and their sodas and their chips, and Lawrence O'Donnell says, how do you Trump – supporters who voted for him feel about this, that this is what you've created. And it's a picture of a little girl crying. Mm-hmm. They're well-dressed. Mm-hmm. And and the two boys in the back are off the chart in the weight percentile. I mean, they are fat. They are fat. Okay. These kids, I mean, this one kid has this giant gullet right here. You can't even tell where his neck is. He's a fat kid. They're two fat kids eating pizza and they're just giggling and laughing and having their time. That's why she was crying. They they Probably ate her, her pizza. They cut her in line, took her <laughs> pizza so, away. And so I responded. I said, I feel like those two huskies in the back <laughs> need to lay off the free pizza. So everybody, of course, says, now you, you will stoop to every low there is. I mean, you're fat shaming children. No, I'm shaming this system that is continually mocking ignorance and and exploiting mm-hmm. this thing through hypocrisy because you know a couple of weeks ago they were in concentration camps right, <laughs> right. i don't think you get fat and you don't get fat camps. in concentration camps and now these kids are living the life of riley from what i see i mean <laughs> this little girl's probably crying because they changed dora the explorer off and put on <laughs> blues clues and she's upset i mean you know who knows american concentration camps I you mean, will get dumb. fat. You will get fat. So I'm not making fun of the kids. I mean, I am a little bit, you know, 60 a day, kid. But <laughs> I mean, if you did you see what Michelle Obama created in school cafeterias? Wow. This crap. These kids are eating better than high school kids in America. <laughs> My God. Michelle Obama screwed us, Mark. Can you imagine she'd have truckloads of broccoli headed down to the border? <laughs> <laughs> It is a good point, though. They talk about going low. Yeah. Oh, oh, like y- what you said is lower than using and exploiting a young child yeah. who's upset in a picture for political gain. You're the one using that's, it. That's the lowest of the low. Who sticks a camera in a child's face exactly. down there in order to, to do that? And I mean, anyway, I, I get sick of it. And people are like, this is low for you, Chad. You used to be better than this. No, no, not really. I never have been. I've always been some. I'm, I've told you over and over, you know, I, I'm going to mock you. I don't care. I don't care. I, I make fun of my own children. Of course, I'm going to make fun of yours. You should make fun of your yes. own children. Yes. You got to get them tough. Yeah. Thick skinned. Got to beat that ass. <laughs> well, I don't go that far, but. I do. Yeah. I know. But again, I told you, you see, you got one no, kid, I got five. Though. You just call one out of the herd. <laughs> right. The rest of them can watch. You only got to beat one of them. All right. And they learn by example. <laughs> okay. It's a true story. <laughs> but they're, so obviously they're blaming, you know, Trump for the body counts crossing the border and stuff like this. But let's talk about, let's talk about the Clinton body count. I mean, it seems to me that if you've ever been connected in any way with the Clintons, you going to die. I mean, you going to die. Now, are they killing them? I don't think that Bill or Hill are out there pulling the trigger. And I can't say that they're putting hits out on people. That would seem just too far-fetched, right? Mm. But it's like the Kennedy curse. Something's up. You hmm. see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, like if you're a Kennedy, you're probably not going to live. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, you're just, I mean, it's true. And I'm not, that's a sad, tragic situation. But if you're Kennedy, you're probably not going to make it. Yeah. You're giving, you're giving Bill and Hillary more credit than I give them. I probably am. Yeah. But I'm one of those guys who errs on the side of caution in that I'm like, well, I guess maybe they won the death lottery in that, you know, maybe they're just so toxic that whoever touches their life dies. Yes. But it's whoever touches their life in a bad way normally. Well, it right? does. So you take Seth Rich, who's out for a walk in his neighborhood mm-hmm. in Washington, D.C., and get shot twice in the back. And they say, well, it was a robbery gone bad. But they find him with his wallet and money. Mm-hmm. It's not That's a poor robbery right, right. there. That's not. It was a, a so, robbery that went bad. That means a guy got away and didn't take anything. Well, he, when, he killed him. Like, I mean, it's supposed to be an easy transaction. Right. A great, mur- great murder. Once, once you kill robber. him, it's it's pretty, See, it's pretty easy from I there. Mean, a, a robbery, a robbery gone good is just an easy transaction. Like, <laughs> yeah. okay, you want this? It's mine. You can have it now. Let's leave one another peacefully. But he got shot in the back, so that's that's a whole other deal. But according to history, uh, it, Snopes, nineteen ninety eight, the body count meme, it originated. In 1993, with Indianapolis lawyer and militia movement activist Linda Thompson, who compiled a list of 34 people connected to the Clintons who had passed away and titled it the Clinton body count. Coincidence or kiss of death. Mm. So uh, William Dannemeyer, a notoriously homophobic, then retired congressman from Orange County, California, picked up the list, trimmed it to 24, (laughs) sent it to congressional leadership in 94 as he ran for the U.S. Senate. So Linda Thompson, who compiled the original list, by her own admission, said she had no direct evidence that the Clintons were responsible for any of the deaths. And Snopes provides a comprehensive account of each death, most of which were easily explained heart attacks, plane crashes, or suicides. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. So, of course, there was Vince Foster, (laughs) who was the deputy of White House counsel who died of suicide in 1993. He was a colleague of Hillary Clinton's at the Rose Law Firm in Little Rock, Arkansas. Came to D.C. as part of the crew of Arkansas loyalists who were coming over the the Clinton administration. And so he helped conduct the vetting of administration officials and said he felt like he had failed the president when Clinton's first two picks for attorney general were forced to withdraw because of revelations they hired undocumented immigrants. So he got wrapped up in some scandal surrounding the firing of the staff, and apparently he was struggling with depression, and he died by gun suicide. So, of course, everybody's going to jump on it and say Vince Foster was murdered. Was he? Who knows? All right. Um, (laughs) It goes on and on and on. And I know there's people who are watching this or listening to this podcast right now. And they're already they're like, oh, well, what about so and so? And what about so and so? And, you know, they killed this person. And, you know, and, and in the wake of Jeffrey Epstein's death, which is crazy, there's some, somebody killed him. Mm-hmm. My personal thought is it, it had nothing to do with Trump or Clinton. I don't think it was political at all. I just think it was a power out there that like this got to go away. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is suspect, though. It's suspect. We all I mean, would you say that you agree that Bill Clinton is very tied to Jeffrey Epstein. He was very really tied to Jeffrey Epstein. Bad ways that we probably yeah, yeah. don't know about yeah. yet. Um, do, okay, well, let me, let me, let's, let me, let's back this up. Let's yeah. use this syllogistic process, okay? Does anyone listening to this question that Bill Clinton 
has a problem with sex addiction. Mm-hmm. We know that. Everybody right. knows that. I mean, look, I'm, I'm friends with some of the women who have accused him and have won cases against him. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I know the stories. Okay. Everybody knows Bill Clinton's done some creepy stuff. So we know that Jeffrey Epstein was running a sex thing, Mm -hmm. whatever it was, whether it was underage or whatever he was doing, because I don't think the underage thing happened for the entire time. I think it happened for a period of time. We don't know if anybody was involved with that or not. Some were. We don't know if Clinton was. But we know there was some creep happening, right? Okay. Yeah. So we don't deny that. We know that he was very tied to Jeffrey Epstein. There were secrets. Yes. There were secrets. Remember, Bill Clinton is the guy who came out, I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. And he lied. Mm -hmm. He perjured himself and he lied. And we know that. So what's he lying about now? We don't know. Um, Then you factor in Hillary Clinton. Now, this chick. Mm. Now, we know from Secret Service folks who have retired and gone on. I have personal friends who have worked on their detail um, who are, are, you know, getting ready to retire from Secret Service or have retired from the Secret Service. And they tell stories about, you know, they're like, mm, it was rough. Now, like, we won't go into detail about it, but it was rough. She's She's, she was hard to deal with. And I don't think anybody denies that or has a problem believing that. Okay. Now, you take Trump. Let's throw Trump under the bus. Did Trump have dealings with Jeffrey Epstein? Yes. To what degree? We don't know. We've seen a lot of accusations without proof. And we've seen a lot of deniability with proof. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that being said, uh, I don't hold Donald Trump up as some paragon or a model for my kids to pattern their lives after. You know, yes, Donald Trump's done some sexually deviant things in his life. He's a playboy. Right. He's been a playboy. Right. Had a reputation. Y'all loved him for it. Yeah. You you praised him for being what he was, mm-hmm. a billionaire playboy. Yeah, you go loved on, him. For go it. on Howard Stern and say all sorts of stuff, and that was just who he was. It is who and he we was. It's it. just you were proud that Trump would say whatever. Everybody loved him for it until all of a sudden he wasn't your guy anymore. Mm-hmm. Then you got scared. So, I mean, like, so Epstein's dead. He's dead. He's not living in Switzerland somewhere. He's dead. He's eighty six. He's gone. Yeah, he's out of the picture. Did somebody kill him? I think there's power brokers out there far bigger than D- Bill Clinton or Donald I Trump. Agree. I agree. Way bigger. Yeah. Way bigger. I mean, when you start thinking of the Bilderbergers and, and all these, you know, I mean, the <laughs> Illuminati got him. I don't even know. But it's crazy. But let's look at what we do know. There is a huge list of people that have been associated with the Clintons. You think they killed him. You think they had him killed. I think. Because there's I mean, mysterious I'll, deaths. I'll, I'll say this. I'm, they're not torn up about the deaths. I can say that. I mean, Bill Clinton didn't turn on the news and shed a tear over the fact that now Jeffrey Epstein is is dead. No. He's fine with it. But, I mean, there are some deaths in this list. I'm sure you'll you'll get into it. But there are some deaths. Like Mary Mahoney, for Uh instance. She was a White House intern who was going to go public with uh, being sexually uh, harassed Mm -hmm. by Bill Clinton. And then all of a sudden was mysteriously murdered. At I Starbucks. mean, yes, it's it's you know innocent until proven guilty, but you gotta wonder yeah. the coincidence and the timing of that one. It's like well, I okay. go one, one even more. You take you take um um oh where'd it go? Uh, da, 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 da. 
What's Ed Willie. Ed yes. Willie. Yes. Kathleen Willie's uh, husband. husband. So Ed Willie, Clinton fundraiser. He's found dead in November 1993, deep in the woods in Virginia. Gunshot mm-hmm. wound to the head, ruled a suicide. Ed Willie died on the same day his wife, Kathleen Willie, claimed Bill Clinton groped her in the Oval Office in the White House. Right. I yeah. mean, that's the timing there is. That's that's. Yeah. And if there were just one of them that was out there, it would be a lot easier to say, OK, that's just a, a silly yeah. coincidence. But well, the fact that there are so many that the timing is James very McDougal, their partner, their whitewater partner, mm-hmm. parent heart attack while in solitary confinement. I mean, that's convenient. Right. He was a key witness in Ken Starr's investigation mm-hmm. in the whitewater. Uh, of course, we talked about Vince Foster. Ron Brown, Secretary of Commerce, former DNC chairman, he he died on impact from a plane crash. Um, and and I think that there was, was a the- hole in the, the the pathologist in the investigation reported there was a hole in the top of Brown's skull resembling a gunshot wound. Yes, and I think that one was the same one that um, they couldn't f- ever find the black box. Right. And then and then a few days later, the air traffic controller committed suicide. Committed suicide. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of pressure. Yeah. I mean, I mean, just wait till the jailers get what's coming to them on Jeffrey Epstein. I mean, I hate to hear about him killing himself tomorrow. <laughs> what was that? I hated to hear about him killing himself tomorrow. Yeah. The Mel Gibson movie. What was that one where he was the government? He was like crazy living yeah, in an yeah, apartment. Yeah, yeah. yeah, where they had his mind control or whatever. Yeah. whole deal. All they had to do is send out a message to their crazies and they go do what crazies they need done. get locked in. I believe that kind of stuff a little bit. You probably do. I mean, okay, our government did stuff like uh, uh, um, psychological warfare stuff where they would do um, psychic, you know, trying to train psychic soldiers and things like this and find people with, you know, extra abilities and sixth sense kind of stuff. Sure, we still have that. So there's all kind of stuff. At some level. Yeah. Yeah. How about Barbara Wise? Commerce Department staffer worked closely with Ron Brown. Uh, cause of death unknown, died November 29, 1996. Her bruised, naked body was found locked in her office at the Department of Commerce. Damn, what's going on at the office? <laughs> I mean, that is an office party gone wrong. I mean, what's happening here, November 29th? That was probably, a, you know, getting ready to go home for Christmas and had them a Christmas party. It turned into Hans Gruber showing up and, you know, <laughs> look at in a Bruce Willis movie. Suzanne mm-hmm. Coleman. Uh-huh. Reportedly had an affair with Clinton when he was Arkansas Attorney General, died of a gunshot wound to the back of the head, ruled a suicide, was pregnant at the time of her death. Oh, boy. Because you know all of those people who shoot themselves as suicides. They they like to right do the, the gymnastics of, of doing do it, it in it the though. back of their I mean, own you head. You could shoot yourself in the back of the head. I mean, you impossible. could, but would you? No. Yeah. And I, I well, did hear. you didn't hear, want to see it coming. Of course, this is all speculation. All speculation, but I did hear that there's a rumor that she was pregnant with Bill Clinton's yeah. baby. Well, and, and that's the thing. That's why it gets like nobody's you don't you're not accusing anybody of doing anything. You're just saying this is weird. Yes. How this stuff just starts popping up. I mean, you got people who have slit their wrist to kill themselves while they're in the middle of an investigation. You've got like uh, Danny Casolaro. You got Paul Wilcher. He was the attorney investigating corruption at Mena Airport with Casolaro. And was found dead on a toilet, June 22, 93, in his Washington, D.C. apartment. That's not it, the way you want to go. That's not the way you want to go. <laughs> but with all these big powers you're Elvis talking about, style. like controlling things and stuff like that, when do the Clintons become a liability and you take them out? 
And I'm just asking that from a. I don't know. know what the Clintons provide to the world that people really need at this stage in the game. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so like Bill Clinton, I I have I can I can defend Bill Clinton's presidency and his policies as president. He did some good yeah. things. All right, do I like the guy? No. Do I vote for the guy? No. But as a presidency, okay, he he. Look, he's a charmer. Mm-hmm. He knew how to get away with things, get things done. Um, like his policy? No. But I didn't like George W. Bush's policies either. But, you know, it was what it was. And I voted for him. So, anyway, it's not about politics here. I'm just looking at this thing. Like, I don't, like what, what, what does Hillary Clinton provide to the universe at large right now? Nothing. She's not, she's no, she doesn't Toxicity. She doesn't have a, yeah, there's nothing there. Yeah. Bill Clinton, the same way. I mean, have you seen him lately? He is not doing well. He I mean, does not look all he's there. He's on the verge of suicide. I mean, <laughs> golly, starving this man to death. Yeah, he he does not look well. No. And remember when he did his, uh, what was it, a book tour? And he was going out there saying all sorts of stuff that you were like, I don't think you want to say that, Bill. Yeah. It, they're, they're demented, dude. I'm, de- I'm just telling you, they're <clears throat> off the rails, these people. And so... You could, we could go on and on and on and on. I mean, I'm sitting here looking at, and, and I love just looking at some of these things. Attorney for Bill Clinton's friend Dan Lassiter died by jumping out a window of a tall building January 94. His client was a convicted drug distributor. Um, there's there's account of Florence Martin, accountant and subtractor for the CIA, related to Barry Seal, Mina, Arkansas Airport drug smuggling case, died of three gunshot wounds. That's just, I mean, that's, how does this happen? He, and here's the thing, Chad, that, again, this we're just speculating, right? I'm not in the business of, you know, uh, promoting conspiracy theories, but... I mean, we are the players. But, <laughs> but, you know, you talk about there are powers that are much bigger than the Clintons. And I agree with you. But I do find it interesting that there are a lot of these... When you look at this this timeline of all of these mysterious deaths, uh, there are a lot of these that took place when Clinton was just in Arkansas. Right. So it's bizarre that, you know, they weren't the Clintons that they are now. No. You know, they were they were they were only they were involved in state politics. Yeah. So it's just bizarre that this has followed them throughout the years. Well, it didn't start when they got at, national. If you want to take a look at things like uh, lack of better terms, Arkansas Mafia. Yeah. I mean, so, okay, they, they were power players in, in Arkansas, obviously, and doing what they were doing. Real estate. Um, you just Are you just throwing words yeah, out? Yeah, real estate. <laughs> they were into real estate. That's big That'll million. kill you. I mean, real estate will kill you. It will kill you. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for that insight. <laughs> think about it. I, I, think about it. The, I don't know what I'm land. thinking about. But, no, you, you have – I mean, they were, they were power brokers in Arkansas. And a lot of those folks, you're right, that were tied to them when they were, you know, in the governor's office or running for that. And, and I, I look at the Clintons. If you look, if you go back and you look at Bill Clinton's history, like with his mother, okay, she was very controlling, very domineering. He married a woman mm-hmm. very much like his mother mm-hmm. because he needed a woman to be in control. That's just, I mean, you have men that are like that, right? And so they groomed him, and I think groomed her, and they groomed this Clinton family. How else does, how else does an Obama become president, who's a city 
you know, right. organizer right. to a two-year senator. And then I can tell you there's powers that be, people like David Geffen out there who put hundreds of millions of dollars out there. How does somebody, some, some guy from Hope, Arkansas, right, who becomes the governor of Arkansas, and then all of a sudden now he's in the he's he's one of the most political, uh, one of the most powerful political figures in in the U U S history in in the last whatever fifty years. How does that happen? Yeah. Well, there's powers that be behind it, and they don't. Let me tell you something. When you invest hundreds of millions of dollars into someone's political future, you don't let things get in the way. Mm-hmm. And if you don't believe that, then you're living in the wrong planet, and that's a fact. So was it them? We don't know. But it sure is awfully coincidental that you got 40-some-odd people. Like, you know, look at 27. Read 27. And I, I was reading up on this one uh, earlier this morning. Yeah. The Ives-Henry case. That yep. they There was this big drug operation taking place at the airport in Arkansas. Um, and they were, you know, they had a grand jury that was supposed to hear all of this testimony. Uh, these boys were supposed to testify in this, uh, you know, in this case mysteriously ended up, I mean, who doesn't fall asleep on the railroad tracks? So they fell asleep on the railroad tracks, very deep sleep. So they could not hear the train coming, obviously, you know, um, or feel the vibrations of the ground. And so they ruled it, you know, that that was the death. And then later on, they, um, they brought their bodies back out and did another autopsy, an independent autopsy. Mm -hmm. And then they determined both of them had actually been killed before their bodies were placed on the on the railroad tracks. Yeah. So it's just... But I mean, just to come out and say, I mean, it's Arkansas. Who knows? I mean, maybe they do sleep on the railroad tracks out there. I mean, I, you know, just like, you know, I, this was like a good place. I lay down in the gravel and the cross ties, you know, and just put my head up it's, on this steel true. rail. I don't know what people in Arkansas exactly. do. Exactly. <laughs> but, but, you know, it is it is curious that, you know, uh, the autopsy uh, performed under, you know, Clinton's guy who yeah. performed it said that all of a sudden it's not Clinton's guy. It's an independent uh, person. And they determine, oh, no, wait, one of them was was shot in the head and the other one was stabbed in his back before they got run over by a, by a train. And who was hmm. the dude that was that was supposed to testify with, you know, back when Hillary with the email thing was going on and all of a sudden he just drops a 25 pound weight on his head while he's working out in the gym? I don't remember yeah, that. Yeah, that was that was during the email scandal. I'm trying to think of his name, but he was he was a government official and uh, <laughs> was a black guy. Gosh, what's his name? And he's working out and, and he drops a 25 pound dumbbell on his head. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know, it just just you know, he was supposed to testify on Monday, working out on Friday. <laughs> wow! Blink. There you go. Wow! But look how many people you talk about that Ives Henry thing. There's one, two, three, four, five, six people who died in connection with that. I mean, you're talking about mm-hmm. before before they could S- testify, right? Keith McCaskill was stabbed 113 times. Just the 113, though. Jeff Rhodes, shot, mutilated, found burned in a trash dump. Uh, James Milan, found decapitated. Jeez. However, the coroner ruled his death was due to natural causes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't make this crap up. Wow. Oh, I mean, you got you got Stanley Huggins, uh, investigated Madison Guarantee. His death was purported suicide. Uh, his report was never released. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you. Of course, it's you know, it's purported. This purported, purported. I mean, you got, how many people? Their planes have exploded in the sky. You know, I mean, it's yeah. it's just, just ludicrous when you see all this stuff. 
And I'm like, okay. And I know, I know we're getting into some deep state craziness here. How else do you explain it? How else? I, I want you to tell me. You're listening. Please. You're watching. I'm just throwing this stuff out there. Do you realize one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, twelve of their bodyguards have been killed? Twelve of their bodyguards, their personal bodyguards and staff. That's not a job I would be applying for at this point. Have in died. Time. <laughs> you know, and we mentioned Seth Rich. I mean, this whole thing, it just goes on and on and on. You know, he was murdered slash, quote, robbed of nothing on July 10th of that year. WikiLeaks found Assange claims he had info on the DNC email scandal. So, you know, that's, that's it's stuff, man. I, it's crazy. You know why we're allowed to talk about this? Because the mainstream media has people going on to MSNBC or whatever channel it was saying that Trump is a white supremacist because he did this secret thing where he had the flag at half mast for eight days and he was raised on eight, eight. Right. Because eight, eight is tied to, you know, it's it's how Hitler. Right. H H. So it's like they purport all of these crazy things, all of these crazy conspiracy theories. There's absolutely even if you you looked at context and not just evidence right because we don't have evidence here right this is just it's just coincidence just speculation yeah, just chalk it up to coincidence i mean they use far less to try to call donald trump all sorts of things yeah so i don't feel bad about taking all of these actual events that happened yeah. and speculating on the context of them because well and you and i we can't do anything to the clintons we can't bring right. the clintons down there's nothing to bring them down from they're not anything yeah they're just they're a political voice. They're I would call it a deep state voice, whatever. I mean, there's you know, maybe Hillary is just out walking in the woods in a moo moo. I don't know. <laughs> selling books at the discount. I, I mean I mean, I don't know. They're selling tickets five dollars a piece for their public speaking tours. <laughs> I mean, it's weird, you know. Drawing tens and tens of people. <laughs> I mean, it they're done. They're, they're it's over. And and I I get sick of people on social media when you bring up the Clintons or you bring up Obama and they're like, Well, who's talking about them? Well, that's the freaking problem. Nobody's talked about them. Mm. Nobody's talking about them on the left. Well, no, I know that. That's the problem. That's why we're talking about it, because you guys have run roughshod over a justice system and have not cared one iota mm-hmm. about a sense of, of reckoning or justice for things that have been done, not investigating anything. I mean, tell me how in the hell, how in the hell you have a steel dossier that was purchased from Russians by the Clinton Foundation, brings this thing in here on a FISA warrant that it was unjustified from the Obama administration, and yet you're going to spend two years and $30 million investigating Trump collusion with Russia and say he is a Putin puppet and the Kremlin has put him up as an asset and a spy of Russia? Are you me? I mean, Donald Trump is a Russian spy. Give me a break. Yeah. Come on, coffee. <laughs> I mean, it's it stupid. Is, it is. It's very stupid. I mean, I do. I will say there is a, a part of me that that I hide deep down inside, but I'm going to share today for Come some on. reason. I wish. I just really. I want. I wanted Hillary and Bill to just be held accountable for something. Like, I wanted them to just go down. I wanted her to go down for the email scandal or Benghazi or, you know, anything, any of the things that they've done behind the scenes. And they've it just pisses me off that they've been able to stay above the fray this entire time. We're demonizing, you know, Donald Trump because he 
had the flag at half mass for eight days. But these people have done all of these terrible things. I mean, Hillary Clinton, there is documents. There are enough documents, I would say, to at least prove that she was very nasty and had people do very terrible things to these women Mm -hmm. who accused Bill Clinton of, of what he did. Yeah. Right. I mean, she got people to intimidate them and harass them. And it just she's just a terrible evil person in my opinion and i just wish that somehow there would be justice for that yeah so you can list off those things and we know that's a fact because she did she used intimidating tactics and things like that Mm -hmm. to bully these people into submission but you go back to again the fisa warrant and the steel dossier why why aren't we looking at that Thirty-three thousand emails are you kidding me right with hammers and bleach bit and you're you're breaking phones and all this kind of stuff and i mean you got people who have shared emails that were classified maybe one or two and they go to prison for that right right bs yeah i know and it just it just pisses me off i mean we're they're never going to see justice no. right they're going to live out their golden years and you know have keep all their money and i mean he gets a what 400 500,000 speaking fee in russia yeah and trump's the colluder Right, you know, right. a germaphobe, Donald Trump, a germaphobe's getting pissed on by a Russian prostitute. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, that's just stupid. Yeah, it's just yeah. dumb. It, it just it really pisses me off. Yeah. I, anyway, Steve, when's the last time you got peed on? It's been a while. I was wondering where you get a Russian prostitute that'll pee on you. Is there like you don't a, just find that on Craigslist? That? That's not no, a they cut that. Thing? They cut all that. Yeah, Donald Craigslist. Trump cut all that out. You can't. You can't traffic yeah. your body. Uh, you right. can't do a uh, f- uh, uh, female work on online anymore. That's Remember, right. that's the feminist came out and said that he's he's harming Donald Trump's harming these women's right to work by yes. selling their bodies yes. because that's their you know sex work, sex trade. You know he's outlawed the sex trade, and these women have a right to work. That's true. Girl power. That, yeah. Girl a- power. Amen, sisters. I mean, he's taking away the power you girls have. That's like this, uh, what's the dude, the Jessica Viver, Viver whatever, the, the transgender? Yaniv. Yaniv. Jessica Yaniv. Jessica Yaniv. Jimmy John, whatever her name <laughs> is. And, and you know, she's talking about on Twitter about how this is the real world, people. <sighs> this is the real world. This is why I don't care. This is why I'll say what I want to say, and I don't care. I don't care. Because because as as crass as I get in mocking this stuff, it's still not as bad as what this stuff is. Mm-hmm. Jessica Yaniv, who who says, oh, "Well, I went to the pool, but I couldn't get in the pool because I started my period, Oops. and it was and it was just I was, it was so it felt so good, it was so exciting." No woman has ever said, "I started my period." And I'm so excited about it. Yeah, I'm happy about it. I mean, there's women 35, 40 years old still getting their stuff, and they're like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> I mean, like, trust me. And they're still it's, getting a pool with a big old thick pad under that yeah, baby. Yeah, she didn't no, have a tampon. No. She didn't have a tampon. That was what her Twitter Steve, said. She didn't happen. have a tampon. Roll up toilet paper like, like everybody else. The, I'm like, where are you going to stick it? Where are you going to stick it? <laughs> Two weeks ago, Jessica Yaniv was because <laughs> they wouldn't wax her balls. Where are you going to stick the paper? But. What's bleeding? You got an anal fissure? <laughs> What's going on? If I pee blood out of my man parts, I'm going You're to the going doctor. To... <laughs> Something's wrong. He may want to get that. What are you out. bleeding out of? I mean, just how hard did they wax your balls? <laughs> are you raw? Started my period. You can't start your period. You're a freaking dude. That was that was a perplexing one. I'm sick of it. Fat Mexicans and girl dudes. <laughs> Quit eating pizza. <laughs> Screw it. I don't care. I don't care. 
I see that. It's just dumb. The hypocrisy is, is so dumb. It is. I don't care. It is. It, well, I mean, it's just truth doesn't matter anymore. You're going to show me a fat Mexican kid eating pizza and soda. <laughs> and then you're going to tell me he's in a concentration camp. <laughs> you're going to take a picture of him. He's at 117 off the percentile chart of fat <laughs> of his weight. You're like, that's fat shaming. Well, his doctor calls it diabetes. So here's the thing. <laughs> You're going to sit there and feed this kid junk food and then tell me that we're mistreating him down there? And they're sitting there. There's upholstered chairs and cushions and there's, you know, whatever. I've got it. What? I've got it. It's hypocrisy. I've, no, I've got it. Donald Trump is feeding them this junk food on purpose yeah. just to make them obese yeah. so that they'll die sooner. No. no. Diabetes. That's no. what it is. So CNN headlines all day. No, he's a forward-thinking, four-dimensional chess player. He's getting them fat. So it's harder for them to cross the wall. <laughs> yeah, I used to say these that guys can evil. They can go anywhere a mouse can go. Just dig through any hole. Just shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. Not anymore. So, so you know what? He's a forward-thinking next-generation guy. <laughs> yeah, you might get in this generation, but you fat asses aren't coming in in the next. You don't see any sumo wrestlers <laughs> going over the wall. <laughs> and look, y'all can kiss my butt because I've spent my time in those countries working with the poorest of the poor. That's true. The poorest of the poor. He's I've got been street there. cred. Mo- I do months at a time down there working in these villages where there is no, where I can remember the village chief. I've told this story. Village chief in Honduras one time. We said, what's your biggest need in the village? He said, a television. We said, why? And he said, they don't have anything to do when the sun goes down. They keep having babies. <laughs> we got to do something to occupy their time when it, when it becomes nighttime. This was real story. Like wow. that was his solution. We're having too many babies in the village. We can't do anything with all these babies. Woman's just getting pregnant, 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 pregnant. So we need a television. That was it. He said, that's our biggest need. Wow. We need something to entertain them at night. They need Netflix, but no chill. I'm like, not a clean well, no television. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I've seen it. Put some look, birth control I, look, we've on had, pizza. We've had, uh, we've had children die waiting in line for medical attention. I've, I've, we've, my mother and I, we helped bury a child. Uh, had a little funeral service for this baby. Uh, who died, they were on their way trying to get medical attention that we were giving in the clinics that we had set up there. There, there you know, I've seen it firsthand. I've seen the humanity of this. Yeah. So so you guys that are exploiting this stuff on the border with, with your first world perspectives can kiss my butt I, because you're wrong. And it's just you're wrong. It, I've said over and over again, it's a it's a security problem. It's a humanity problem. We got to deal with the humanity, but it's not what you're trying to make it out to be. And that is ludicrous. It's mockery of what's really going on in these countries. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. These folks living up in these villages, they're not the ones with the iPhones that are walking down and then trekking all the way across Mexico mm-hmm. to get to Tijuana. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not doing that. No, that's not them. This is a whole different clan of people. And it's grown 33 percent. Thirty-three percent more people are coming to the border now than when Obama was in office. That hundreds of thousands of people. I mean, if you really cared about these people and your, uh, you know, your position was that it's dangerous for them to be in these facilities and these detainment facilities, people are dying. Right? There were a couple headlines of uh, young kids who died in in custody of Border Patrol, and oh my yeah. goodness, how could this happen? Well, maybe if you thought that that was really an issue and that it was dangerous for them to be there, stop freaking telling them to come over here. Stop telling them it's a free ride. Stop telling them that. I mean, right. it's just like, who are you to tell me that I'm unkind or I, you know, I don't care about humans yeah. when you're the ones who are actually 
telling them, hey, you guys should put yourself in harm's way to come over here because we're going to give you all a, a whole bunch of free stuff. Add them to the Clinton body count. Because <laughs> the Clintons could come out at any time and say, this, this has got to stop. That's the thing that bugs me. The left, why doesn't the left come out at any time and say, this has got to stop? Mm-hmm. These hundreds of thousands of people coming to the border. They used to. Yeah. Not even that long ago. Exactly. I mean, Joe Biden, when he was running with Obama, there's video of him all over the place talking about how illegal immigrants need yeah. to be sent well, even home. Obama. And, yes. He said, if you send them up here, I don't care yeah. how they come. We're going to send them right send back. Them back. And, and he was and, talking about kids, and, for They God's might sake. not make it. They might not make it if they make it, yeah. is what he said. You need to see my exclusive interview with uh, Barack Obama uh, from Tad Papapopoulos on Humor Me. You can get that by going to blazetv.com slash humor and use promo code Chad. Get your first month three. Free, not three. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, they said it. But not, they could they could condemn it right now. But they don't do that. Well, because they just they want to use, you know, they want to use uh, minorities for political advantage. By the way, Sarah's a, a skinny Mexican. Okay, she, I, she, thank she, you. She's a, she's a skinny Latina. And I would like to say I get skinny shamed all the time. No one seems to care about that. No well, one you has used a problem to be a with fat that. Latina. I did. I you were did. A porky, I stopped eating. You were a porky Latina. I was very porky. I stopped eating all that pizza they were giving me at the concentration camp. I said, "Not gonna slip right through the bars." <laughs> yeah, I said, "Border Patrol, I've had it. Don't feed me any more of that pizza. I'm getting skinny so I can get out of here." And that's like I what said, I did. You know, they tell me, "Oh, you're fat shaming kids. You just go down to the lowest point." See, uh, well, it's ridiculous. The point is there to be made. Yeah. Either we're starving them in concentration camps and treating them poorly, which or, is it? Right, or we're not. Or we're feeding them too much. Exactly. And the pizza ain't free. Remember, folks, there's no such thing as government funded. No mm, such thing. It's people funded. That's exactly right. Um, did you see the uh, the Trump administration came out and said that they're not going to they're they're going to use if a, if an immigrant is here using um, food food stamps mm-hmm. or certain government assistance programs that they're going to use that as a reason to deny a green card. Deny a green card. I love it. Yeah. I'm happy about it. I, I think really it's a am. great plan. It's a great plan. Yeah, get off the tit. Yes, exactly. Why should we be encouraging people to come here and have all of us Live pay off for the them? Welfare right, and have all of us pay for them. I work hard. Okay, I so, work so really look, hard. So look, <laughs> blacks over illegals. I mean, that, let's let's look at it like that. If you're born in this country yeah. and you're poor yep. and you need welfare to get a hand up. Uh, not just a handout, but a hand up, not to live a lifestyle of welfare. And many people do. But let me tell you, if you're born in this country, why in the world would you want the benefits that you should be receiving because you need them as an American citizen going to someone who's here illegally? That Why are you shooting yourself in the foot? Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you, and I've said this over and over again, you can get mad at me, I don't care. The black community has been forgotten by the Democrats. Yes. The black community, it doesn't matter anymore. Yep. It's all about the illegals because they know they have the majority of the black community in their grasp. Yes. Under their control. They brainwashed them so many years. Yeah. They're not worried about it. I grew up, look, grew, growing up, my grandfather had a guy that worked for him who eventually worked for my brother. And I can remember him, black guy and a uh, great guy. And uh, he said, my grandmother taught us how to milk the system mm. from childhood. Wow. He said, we were, we were taught how to take advantage of the system. Yep. We learned that from childhood because we would have these debates about, you know, this whole living on welfare mm-hmm. thing and, and getting – and look, welfare is a great thing. Thank God we live in a country where people can get assistance yeah. and can get help. 
And this stuff about universal health care, nobody gets denied health care. If you're in an emergency situation, you go to the emergency room, they cannot turn you away. I don't care. Listen, listen to me, Sweden. Listen to me, Germany. Listen to me, California. Listen to me, you other crazy people down under who I love you, but some of you are just nuts. And, and the folks in Canada that won't talk about your universal health care, you don't get turned away in America. Yeah. I, I saw a headline over the weekend that made me so angry. Um, and maybe it's because I have, you know, I have a background in health insurance. I'm mm-hmm. a licensed health insurance me broker. Um, and so I just want to see if I could do it. So I did. <laughs> so yeah, really? Yeah. OK. So, you, I mean, it's passing the, the test and everything. It's not easy. Right. And government officials go over and talk like they know what they're talking about when it comes to health insurance. I'm like, you need to go take that test because you clearly have no idea. But I saw a, uh, a headline over the weekend that there was a murder-suicide. Terrible. Um, I believe it was in the DFW area. Mm-hmm. And they found a note that the husband had said, my wife has too many medical problems. We can't afford to pay for, you know, the per- prescriptions or whatever. It, it was her prescriptions specifically. And, you know, I don't know how we're going to do it. And so he killed her and then killed himself and, you know, called 911 ahead of time to let them know. And I thought, that's terrible, right? That's terrible that that happened. I would like to see further proof, right, of yeah. their finances. But then I thought, but. What else should we expect when we have a media and we have an entire political party who is telling these people over and over again that people are dying without health care and people are, I mean, it's it's the rhetoric mm-hmm. that's causing this mass panic. It's not actually happening. Just like you said, you're not going to get turned away if you right. go right. Like and if you're paying a portion of your bills, they're always going to allow it. You're not, they're not, you're not going to go to jail. You're not, nothing's going to happen to you. So it's really the rhetoric that's being spread. It's, it's causing this panic. It's causing these people to think I'm going to die. I'm going to be out on the streets. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Well, no, we have a welfare program and assistance for people who are in need, but it's this rhetoric that's making these people think that they don't have a chance in this world. And it's just really upsetting that it's gotten to that point because I saw so many people blaming health insurance companies. I'm like, Health insurance companies didn't have anything to do with how much that prescription medication was, right. you know, so it's just it's it's frustrating. They didn't I should say they didn't set that cost. Yeah. The pharmaceutical companies did. So there's just so much confusion and, you know, induced panic mm-hmm. happening um, with these political parties. And it's it's turned to this. Well, I'll, I'll leave you guys with this one last thought. Sarah, thank you for being on the show. Sure. Steve. Thank you for breathing our air. <laughs> Puppet Master. You're welcome. Thanks for making us look good. You're welcome. Yes, Love thank you. you for that, Mark. Thanks for blushing when I say inappropriate things. <laughs> yep. Mark's so innocent. That murder-suicide, it was the Clintons. <laughs> I love y'all. God bless. See you next time. Bye. <laughs>